Hey everybody and welcome back to Cultivate for Good with Sal and Wendy. We're happy to be back in the studio today with both of them in person. How are you guys doing today? It's good to be back in person, Megan. I feel good. It's Friday, sun shining, weekends on the horizon. It's awesome. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to be back in the studio. It's great to have Wendy face to face. Uh, last time she was with us from Florida. Uh, but we had Megan, so it's kind of like you, you, you ladies are swapping. We can't, swapping. we can't both be in the same that would spot. Be too, that would be too much beauty in one place. Sal, that's I, why you are I, so good at what you I do. I know, I know. But it is great to be here, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to talk about uh, the topics today. So now that we've actually finally come through the winter season and the spring season, and we finally hit summer, which is an exciting time of year, particularly for college students. They finally finished up, they've graduated, and they're ready to go. But for college students who might be interested in the nonprofit sector, they might have bitten off more than they can chew. (laughs) So today, as we launch into what might be first-time, full-time jobs for college students, I'd love to talk a little bit about what these students should know about working in a nonprofit. And to kick things off, I'd love to kind of take us back a little bit to, uh, you know, maybe what you guys experienced when you came out and for the first time, maybe it was as a college grad or maybe it was stepping into the space for the first time. What would you have told your past self about nonprofits? (laughs) Sal, can you remember that far back? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it it was, um, for me, it was 13, right about 13 years ago. And I, I do remember it well. And I've probably shared this on an earlier podcast, but um, I didn't have the appreciation I have now for what it takes uh, to serve in a nonprofit. Uh, so um, in complete transparency, I would have said, well, it's certainly not as hard as working in the private <laughs> sector. Um, so what I would tell myself, I would say, uh, you, you are wrong. Um, in order to be effective, to have impact, and especially if you're going to uh, end up leading in a nonprofit, it is a lot of commitment. It is a lot of hard work. It requires um, pursuing a vision, even sometimes when it's not logical mm. to do so. Um, it. it it really is um, far more intensive than I would have anticipated. So that's what I would, um, I don't know if I would say warn, but I would probably explain to a younger Sal that um, you are certainly, uh, uh, you're certainly going to be embarking on a, a, uh, a challenging uh, journey. You know, Sal, I think that I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I think a, a great setup for, for where I would see, you know, to tell, to tell past Wendy is my passion isn't enough. It isn't enough just because, and even skill sets that are there, but my desire to help and wanting to step in isn't going to be what, what takes us or, or takes that initiative and drives it all the way through. It's a team. Wow. It's, it is a team and, and I'm still working with other human beings who have their ideas and their 360 degree life outside of said ministry or mission and, and making sure that we give time to, uh, appreciate and respect the fact that it does take a team effort. Um, I and can't build. just and and build. build, right? Wendy, right. I, I have to interrupt you yeah. and I know that's rude of me, but <laughs> this is why I love 
I love being in community with you because that was the one, I kid you not, I could show you my scraps, paper right here. That was the one area that I didn't mention, um, which was the team and team building uh, specifically. That it, it requires putting that energy into not only yourself, yes. your passion, your pursuits, but you have to be able to extend that and work within the context of a, a, a whole group of people Absolute. in order to achieve Absolutely. something great. Well, and, and for you and I, Sal, how many different opportunities have we had? So 13 years for you, I'm coming up on, on 11, um, or actually coming up on 12. And what I've recognized is... Are you trying to say I'm older than you? A little bit. Okay. Um, but, but, but clearly, that mission or where I started is not the same mission that I'm a part of now. And so if it wasn't team, if that's not there and we're not building, then what happens? If I say it's all on my shoulders, when the next assignment comes and I step out to answer that, what are we saying? That it's, that it's all me and if Wendy's not there, then, then what was important is no longer important or the yeah. needs that were. So I think that that's the, the big thing that, that I would say to my past self and in turn, Megan, where you, you've asked us to kind of put, put some truths in front of those who, who are stepping into that space for the first time, be aware of that and embrace it. You know, be excited about the fact that you're going to be in community. It's not just about the one. I love so. it. I love it. And, you know, I really like particularly when you highlighted that passion is not enough because I think that that gets lost a lot for young people, particularly when they're just starting something new. And a lot of times, you know, you need to temper that a little bit with experience. So launching off of that a little bit, um, the subject of internships is, is hotly contested uh, <laughs> among college students. Would you say that people interested in the nonprofit sector should take an internship and why or why not? Sal, you're the king of internships yeah, and I, do it so well. Well, thank you. I don't, I don't know that to be true, but I would say absolutely. Absolutely, they should participate in an internship. And I think they need to, they need to make a decision uh, about what type of internship do they want. Amen. <laughs> right, because... Um, if it's, if it's an internship just to kind of stay on the surface and just kind of poke around, uh, I don't think that's going to be very fruitful. So I, I want to speak to the audience, uh, that would say, I want to, I want to go deeper. Mm. I want to be involved for a, a decent amount of time. And my personal recommendation, if you're doing this like in a college environment. Uh, I mean, you're part of a college, uh, you're a college student and whatnot. Um, and it's during the course of your school year, I would commit to a year. I think a year of serving in an organization, um, is, is a good amount of time. I know a lot of internships take place just over a, a semester, a, a semester yeah. or a summer, yeah, a summer true, session. True. And you know, if you're working full time every day in that capacity, that, that would probably be pretty meaningful as well. But yes, um, Certainly, uh, they should do that. Um, and, uh, I'll, you know, I'll turn it over to you. I've got some other thoughts about things they should focus on. but Well, and, and the reason why I, I, you know, started off with, with the props for Sal and saying he does it really well, because there's a respect to, to, to speak into why, why it's important for a college student to step into that internship space and to give themselves time, be intentional, as Sal has said, into where that internship is. is because and if you do that, you're, you're going to have the opportunity to find what that right next step is for you. Mm -hmm. And 
it, again, not to not to blow blow him up because he doesn't need any of that. No. But Sal does in in his opportunities, as I've had the the pleasure of working with him alongside interns, give them a real a real experience. And then also honor what they are bringing to the table, even yes. though it's not that they're coming to the table with a ton of the experience in the field, um, but recognizing that we're going to honor what what talents that you have, what what time that you're giving, and making sure that that's respected. And if you don't step into that space, then I think more than just what you're learning in the actual internship, that student is going to uh, be able to experience what I should accept and what I shouldn't accept, how, how to work in team, how to, how to identify passion and talent along with, you know, the practical experience and what that looks like. And so if you never do it or you just do that surface that Sal was talking about, then you're missing out on an opportunity that you certainly need to hone those skills wherever you're going next. So I couldn't agree more. And, and I think that, uh, it's, it's a shame when students say, well, I don't want to, or I won't step into, or it, it doesn't fit this exact niche or, you know, a schedule. Well, I'll just do it for a short period of time. Really give yourself. They need to, to really look at that. It's much more than just that particular experience, but what they're going to learn and taking it forward. So. Yeah. And I just want to piggyback off one thing you said. Uh, I have a friend who is a leadership consultant and I think the name of his company is uh, all about people. Hmm. Um, great guy. And, um, when you, you know, you could fly under that same banner because it, it is all about people. And when you talk, uh, you don't lose sight of the fact. And I love that you said this, that that intern also, um, needs to be valued. Yeah, that's right. It's a two way street. Yeah. And I have seen and heard, um, situations where, you know, organizations will will look for interns or open their door to interns and many times they see them just as a uh as um uh, like a means to an end it's a stopgap yeah and 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 they're just trying to extract from them yeah and i again i appreciate the kind words really i look at it in in an entire different light i look at it as what well, you know, obviously, why is this person here? Yeah. And what can this person learn? And if they do not leave uh, being changed for the better, um, as an organization, I think I and or we have failed. Absolutely. So I, I do think that's a great perspective you bring. You know, I think it's interesting how, how you guys highlight a lot of times that it's a stopgap, you know, or, or students will come in with the mentality of being the stopgap. They don't think it's going to be long-term. They're just kind of doing it to do it. And it's not necessarily something that they're um, thinking about long-term, I guess. A lot of times students, you know, maybe struggle a little bit with the long-termness of it, considering the, the way that school is set up. So yeah. what would you say that students should look forward to? Let's uh, start with Wendy this time. Just in terms of whenever they come into a nonprofit environment, what do you think they're going to be looking at that's different from what they've experienced both in school and in a for-profit environment? Well, first of all, in well, at, from school, they're going to get the practical. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I appreciate my 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 piece of paper that hangs on no, the wall. Keep it real proudly. But but that you need to get some hands on. So they got to come in ready to roll up the sleeves, get dirty, have the mess. 
people are messy, um, but coming in with that, I need practical experience. Uh, to, be, to be very frank with you, at this stage and, and in hiring for different positions, I, I look more so, of course, it's the ticket into the show, that degree, but I'm looking so much more, what have you done? What have you done? Where have you persevered? Because I think that that's what it is. When you get in, you, you see that perseverance in coming in. Did it work? Did it not work? But I stayed I stayed in the course. I stayed the course. I stayed in the fight. And, and I finished well, right? I like to be able to see that. And so that's really important as I'm looking to hire. You know, there, there's this goal of I want, I want that job. I want to be able to move forward in my career. Well, what did you do in those internships? Did you have any that showed that you were ready to get your hands dirty? So I certainly, um, that would be what I would, would, would push forward first and foremost is when they're coming in, hey, I'm ready to roll up my sleeves. That says a whole lot. Yeah, Wendy, I love that you went right to the practical. I was just talking about that very thing with my office or my organization's office administrator this morning. Um, and, you know, we, we've probably, those of us who are older, who have probably said this or, uh, or believe that, oh, yeah, you come out of school and, you know, it's great. It is important when he said it's the ticket to the show. But in many cases, it's head knowledge. And uh, if you talk to these students, you talk to these interns and they sit in front of you, they will be the first to admit, I, I never heard that before. I'm telling you. If you've had interns, you will hear that. When they actually sit down to do some accounting work, they may understand the principles and the practices behind, you know, the the formulas, but they they don't know. uh, Actually, let me quote Deborah Holgram. This is what she said. They don't really uh, necessarily understand the process of inputs and outputs. They haven't seen it it in action. So they're, you know, they're really green to, to how to do things, um, in the real world. And that's not a criticism. It's just, it's just a reality. No. And and it's not a criticism. And you said something early on in that piece. We then have the responsibility to create an environment where they can say, I don't know. Exactly. You know, they're there for us to make them better for them to make us better. So we've got to create that. And it's in that place of this, a safe place to say, Hey, I don't know. But I want to know. Yep. Can I ask a question? Can I ask twelve questions? That um, that's our responsibility in that internship or or opening up our doors to those who want to get their hands dirty. Yep. Let me just add one more piece. I know Megan wants to move us along, but t- to your point, um, she asked what, uh, how would they prepare? I think it for me, it's it would go to getting them in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And to your last point. They should have a mindset of wanting to understand, wanting to ask questions, wanting to explore. They should be going into that as an explorer, trying to extract as much information as they can. I even encourage our interns to carry a journal and take notes. And it could be notes about the technicals or it could be notes about the way somebody responded. All of those things will be, they will be very valuable to, to your experience. And we also know uh, that if you write something down, it sticks. it sticks. So I would encourage um, interns that are getting ready to prepare to go into that role uh, to, to really think about what is the mindset. And then the second part of that, and I'll conclude, is 
They should have a mindset to serve because that is how they will truly learn. If yeah. they go in and think that, well, I have an accounting degree, so you know, just give me accounting-related work, that eh, wrong answer. You should be willing to serve in any capacity because you do not know really what opportunities are there or what exposure you're going to get. And so to limit yourself, uh, I think is a big mistake. I think you should go in as an explorer and go in there with the mentality that you are going to serve. Nothing and else I love needs that. to be I said. I really love the way that kind of blends into everything else, particularly with how we're kind of going to end this podcast is with, I thought, once again, moving back to the practicals, if you could give one big resource, whatever it is, to a college student to help them prepare for their nonprofit journey, what would it be? Let's start with Sal this time. Oh, one wow. big resource. I, You've actually stumped me, and that's a really that's a really <laughs> – difficult thing to do because I'll just come up with something on the fly. Well, and, and I don't know if this is really the, the, a resource. I say, take an opportunity before you leave the classroom, Hmm. um, to step outside and do something, whether it's as a hobby or, um, uh, serving in, in your local church that is outside of your scope. What Sal just said, accounting is your degree. Well, go put yourself in an uncomfortable position that's not have anything to do with accounting. Um, and I think because that's what an internship is really should be there to do is to going to be to stretch you. Right. So before you step into that space, f- understand what it feels like to be stretched. So choose. It's a choice. Make a choice to go and do something, um, whether it's to to serve at a, uh, a local kitchen, um, whether, like I said, outside of, maybe it's to say yes to that call that they keep putting out from the, from the, the pulpit. Hey, we need nursery workers. And you're like, little kids go and do one week, a month or whatever, and do that. I think that, I don't know if that again is a true resource, but certainly something that would be helpful and positioning a, a student stepping into that space to do exactly what we've spoken of getting in and ready to be dirty, be that team player, asking questions, seeing how, you know, being ready to, to grow and to learn. Test, test that waters and what does it feel like so you know how you respond um, before you're in the midst of, because I think so often when something like that isn't done, then you have an intern who will come in or a student who will come in and say, this is too hard or I'm not right for. And then you see them wane off. They're like, oh, I need to get these hours, but you don't see them be all mm. in. So uh, that's, that's when I hear that question, that to me is, is the best, best advice that I could give. Yeah, that's great. Uh, the only thing I could add, just thinking off of resources, mm-hmm. I'll make it plural, Megan, is sometimes it's good to look into what are organizations or trade uh, journals, mm-hmm. uh, associations that are associated with that field? So if it's nonprofit, let me use, for example, um, say you're going to go uh, do an intern for a faith-based, a Christian nonprofit. Well, it it may be to your advantage to go to the ECFA website. That's right. Um, the ECFA has, you know, tons of resources from governance to board, to, 
to to administrative. Uh, it's just a wealth of information. Um, I'm not plugging them. I'm just saying if that was, there's plenty of people who go into those types of internships. That's those are the people who come to our organization, yes. and I would say that's a great resource. Uh, the AFP, uh, we, you know, uh, Wendy and I are both uh, members of the Association of Fundraising Professionals. Um, go to their website. Yes. Um, they, they have, again, tons of resources. They have events going on in your area. You may, you may be able to show up and, and uh, come as a visitor. Call the, call the director and tell them, hey, I'm looking to get into this field. I know if I was the director of the local uh, chapter, I would be like, oh, come and have lunch on me. If you're interested to get into this profession, right. I want to I want to welcome you with open arms. So that a little bit, you know, maybe not exactly what you were asking, but I, I think there are resources outside of the textbook in the classroom that speak to the to the community that you're you might be um, interning within. No, Sal, I think you nailed it. That that that's it because being on the other side of that, that's exactly the response you want to get because we want we want fresh. We want fresh eyes. We want to yeah. know that we're continuing to renew the industry. So you have someone like a student saying, "Hey, I'm interested." Yeah, open arms. Come on in. And many of those that you just mentioned actually have a young professional division Correct. and group within and uh, so that no, I think that you hit it. Uh, okay. Great. Well, Megan, we hope we uh, we got you some information that'll be uh, helpful. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, I as a college student myself, I can imagine this being really, really helpful when because I, I think a lot of times in school you get so heavy on the textbook side of things, you sort of have to really work and apply yourself to get back into the practical side of things. And when it comes to nonprofit, it's almost all hands on. It's almost always something I think you have to learn while you're in the trenches. So mm. thank you so much for giving such awesome advice to college students. I'm sure this will be helpful for people. Awesome. Well, cool. thank you, Megan, so much. And before we close, I do have to ask Wendy, where did you get that very nice looking leather wristband? You keep waving around like you're Italian <laughs> with your hands. And I've been looking for a, le a leather wristband. Actually, right, right here in Lynchburg. It was a local farmer's market. Oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah. All right. I'll have, to, I'll have to get a little more detail yeah, off yeah. air. But yeah, I've been looking for one. And of course, we want to thank uh, Zach in our studio for uh, all his hard work. So thank you. Great show, guys. Really appreciated today being able to speak into and what timing, you know, like you said, moving into the summer months. So hopefully, yeah, students would be able to to garner something from this and beyond. And a good reminder to us in the profession to keep that door open and make it be a teachable and open environment. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, Megan.